Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this evening and we, Father, we, we give you all the praise, all the glory and all the honor. Father, we thank you for your word and Father, we pray that in the midst of everything, you are in charge. Father, you never change. You are the same yesterday, today and forever. And Father, we thank you today for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for us. And Father, we thank you today that your presence is here. Father, your word says that when two or more gather together, you in the midst. And Father, we thank you that your word will not just stay here today, but your word will go into, the, into our city and into our nations today, Lord, to see your miraculous work flow in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. 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 God is good. I thought somebody will say all the time. But. Enjoy the worship. Our anchor is in Jesus. This afternoon, I'm going to speak on our anchor is in Jesus. How many of you believe that? <laughs> it is always exciting to speak about the Lord. Amen. Someone once said that to realize the worth of the anchor, we need to feel the stress of the storm. Unless we go through the storm, unless we are in the storm, we, 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 you know, we do not understand, we do, unless we go through the storm, <laughs> we do not realize the worth of the anchor. Our anchor is Jesus. Amen? This afternoon, to reinforce that our anchor is in Jesus. Whatever you're going through today, in the times of uncertainty, the question today is, is your life, what is your life anchored on? We hear a lot of things in the media, we we hear a lot of things and a lot of things is actually happening or we are going through a lot of things. But what is our life really anchored on? And oftentimes we, 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 focus, uh, we focus on the negative situations as very moment, you know, there's, there's things happening. COVID, health issues, relationships, finances, uh, job issues. There's, there's so many things that are happening at the moment. But if we flip this and find godly perspective or silver lining, these stressful situations show us where our true anchor is. That in the midst of everything, God, as I said before, God is same yesterday, today, and forever. God has not changed our plan and purpose. Every one of us has got a purpose in our life. But we can panic. We can be anxious. We can, you know, we are human beings with spirit of God living in us. So we are not out of this world like we're not, you know, in another space. We are here and we're experiencing all these things. But the question is, where is our anchor? Where is our trust today? Be not anxious for anything. Amen. In all things, 
that we can trust in God. Because the situations will come and can deter us. Situations will come, can push us off course where God wants to take us. But God has never changed his mind for his children. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. That I will be always there for you. Consider the disciples. They spent so much time with Jesus. But the moment Jesus starts talking about leaving them, there came anxiety. There came other things that start throwing in. And Jesus started revealing the hearts of some of the disciples. What they're going to be, you know, what they're up to. Bit chaotic situation. There was a division. Who will be the greatest among? In Luke chapter 2 we see. They says, now there was also dispute among them as to which of them should be considered the greatest. They just had the last supper. They just had great time. Amen. Sharing with one another. But it crept up. Who will be the greatest among them? And then betrayal. Jesus said, someone here will betray me out of the tomb. Someone will betray me. In John 13, 21, say, Jesus identifies the betrayer. Most assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Come on, people will go through things. Sometimes you probably feel betrayed. Sometimes you feel probably somebody undercut you. You don't deserve that, but you've been lumped with things that you don't deserve. That life is unfair. But there was so much commotion among the disciples. Here Jesus said, you know, I'm here for my father's business. My next step is to leave you. You know, there's grief when people say, I want to leave you. There's grief. There's sadness that comes in our soul. But let's look at it later on what Jesus says to his disciples. What about Peter? The great disciple of Jesus, the tough man. Peter was looking in natural. Jesus said, I will go. Peter said, no, no, you're not going to leave us. Where are you going? I will never leave you. I'll be with you. Jesus said, you will deny me. Peter's denial was confessed. And this is all happening after the supper. There is, there is all of a sudden all this Good rhythm going, having great time. But Jesus never changed, always took their focus unto heaven. Even though they were going through this thing, Jesus came in John chapter 14. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. He says, let not your heart be troubled. Amen. Believe in God. Believe also in me. So easily our hearts can be troubled. It doesn't take big things to happen to get our heart troubled. Sometimes it's the little fiddly things that come and takes our peace away from us. Things come to scare us up. Things come to discourage us. Things come to say you are not good enough. There's things that troubles our heart gets troubled when our hearts get troubled we don't feel good how many here feel good when your heart is troubled i don't 
Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. He reminds his disciples not to be troubled in your heart. He lifts their eyes and focuses, believe in God. Believe also in me. Amen. Through belief, let not your heart be troubled. See, deliverance comes from troubled hearts. Deliverance comes, deliverance from troubled heart comes through believing Jesus Christ. Amen. In God. He says, you believe in God, you believe in me. Jesus and Father is one. Amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, believe in God, believe also in me. See, where is our belief? I suppose when we go through stuff in life, our belief system is really challenged. Whom do we believe? Is our heart softened enough to still observe the word of God and feed our spirit man so that our spirit is strong? So when our outer man is perishing, our inner man is renewed. Amen. That our spirit is strong as we go through things in life. Never though, even though we get rattled outside, our outer side, maybe our health issues, whatever it is, maybe relationship situations. But when our inward, in, inward man is strong, we ride through the storm. Amen. Jesus said, believe. Whom do we believe? I believe in Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I believe that he's the redeemer of the world. Amen. He died on the cross of Calvary. And he rose on the third day. I believe in the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. I believe the God who brings life and gives life. Every deadness, he brings life. Because that's my Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Come on, give him praise today. He deserves the praise. Amen. Because he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life in verse 6. And no one comes to the Father through me. Come on, he became the anchor of our life. Mankind was drifting everywhere. But Jesus came and, and became the bridge to Father. Amen. Our salvation. And he says, in my Father's house, verse 2. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it's not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. In my father's house are many mansions. Hey, hey, don't worry. We all strive. What are we striving for? That's what he's trying to get our attention. He says, if it was not so, I wouldn't tell you. That means I'm not lying. It's the truth that in my father's house, you know, if you're talking to somebody and say, come on. If it was not so, I wouldn't have told you. It's the truth what I'm telling you. And Jesus talking to his disciples at the level. If it was not so, I wouldn't tell you. In my father's house are many mansions. No matter what we're doing here, we work and strive and do. Whatever we're doing is great. You know, you might have a car you drive. You might have, you know, you know a house or you're renting a place or whatever you're doing. You've got a good job. Praise God for that. But Jesus said, hey, let's not panic, disciples here. Come on, lift your eyes up a bit more. Lift your eyes towards heaven. The things that you have, the things that you make with your hands, God has got better things. Amen. And God will not let you short of anything left in your life if your heart is Believing 
in him. Amen. Let not your heart be. In my father's house are many mansions. If it was not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. My father's house. You know, if, if my son says, oh, yeah, my father's house in the fridge. He's got a chicken there for you. He knows. Because it's his father's house. Jesus, when he's talking about his father, he knows what he's talking about. Amen? There's everything there. I believe when you go there, we'll say, oh, my goodness. I've been dreaming for this all my life. And I didn't realize that it's so much good things here in heaven. When Jesus is talking about his father's house, he's, he, he knows what he's talking about. With his father's the relationship. He says, nothing I'll do that my father doesn't know. Amen. He knew very well. Everything he did, he looked unto his father. Every time, everything he did, he looked unto his father, looked towards heaven. Because pleasing to his father. Amen. And whatever we do, we do pleasing to Jesus. Glorify Jesus. Amen. It's a relationship. It's a relationship based. Christianity is a relationship based. Jesus said, my father. Jesus knew his father's house, the truth, and the reality of it. God's house is a real world that exists in another dimension of being. That's a spiritual being. You know, it's funny that how much disciples were spending time with Jesus. But when you hear their reasoning, they're asking questions. They were quite earthly questions. It wasn't relating to spiritual. Jesus was talking here spiritual he meant heaven. He meant Father's house. But they were looking, hey, Jesus, don't leave. Oh, Jesus, this. Oh, who's going to be the greatest among here? Who are, you know, the, 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 there were things there. There was fear. Bible says we are not driven by fear. God is not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. But so easily, it, it, if disciples could do that, we can trip into those sort of things. Because if disciples who spend time with Jesus, can be fleshly so much. We can be. But our eyes on Jesus. Amen. Who's the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. Nothing goes past that. The earth is not the eternal and permanent dwelling place of God. Heaven is the spiritual world and dimension of being. The home of God where mansions for believers exist. Come on, get excited, church. God God gives the desires of our heart on earth. But he doesn't leave us just here with that. Even he promises great things for us for heaven. Amen. Even heaven is waiting for us. So it's not the temporary life. Today I'm feeling, oh good, I'm good. Now, Bible says rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. We rejoice because we know our eternity. We know where we're going. We know the one who's inside us is greater than every battle in the world that we face. Greater is he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in us than in the world. Amen. Say it the other way around. God who resides in us. We are heavenly bound. We are temporary on planet earth. But God has got greater things. But I tell you what, while we're on planet earth, hey, we we, we want to make earth as heaven. Amen. Because who is in us 
want to do greater work. Jesus said, greater works will you do. Greater miracles we want to see. This is the moment. When there's greater tribulations, there's greater miracles. Amen. There's an opportunity. When there's trouble, there's an opportunity to glorify Jesus because he is the miracle worker. Come on, give him praise. Come on. Christians, it's time to rejoice because Jesus is the anchor of our life. Nothing changes. Amen. Jesus never changes. He's seated in the upper room. Let me go back to my scripture. Prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. Jesus today, he's not just leaving us here, but he's, coming, he's promising of coming back. See, the relationship is not for time period you forget. You know, you know <laughs> while we're living here, sometimes you forget about people and just leave it for a while and then call. Jesus is a continuous relationship. He says, I go to my father. I go to my father and I send you the Holy Spirit who will be your comforter, who will be your teacher. Amen. He convicts us of all sins. Holy Spirit. Amen. So he's continuously in relationship with us and he's going to come back for us, for the bride. Bible says that the dead will rise. Amen. And those who are here, the believers left, they will go in the clouds. Why? Because we have a great future. We have a God that we serve. Will not just drop us like that. When he takes in the palms of his hand, he keeps us there. Amen. Amen. He always looks at us. He keeps us there. We might feel lonely. We might feel let down. We might feel this. We may find him. We need to get out of our childish negativity and lift our eyes to Jesus. Amen. We need to lift our eyes to God and say, whatever we go through, this is nothing what Jesus went through on the cross of Calvary. He came with the power and the anointing and, and everything that he went through, he went through for you and I. He defeated the death. He got the keys of the hell and he rose on the third day. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead resides within you and me and, and forever in Jesus' name. Till we go to eternity. And rejoice with the rest of the brethren. And amen. It's all over. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. He says he's going to come back. If I go to the Father, prepare a place for you. First Thessalonians 4, 16, 17. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout. And with the voice and archangel and with the trumpet of God. And the dead will dead in Christ will rise first. And then we who are alive and remain shall caught up together with them in the clouds and meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Amen. That's why Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Amen. Jesus. Friends, let, let's hold on to Jesus. Amen. It's John 16, 32 says, Indeed the hour is coming, yes, has now come that you will be scattered, each of you, each, of, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I'm not alone because the Father is with me. You know, it's a, it's a great example Jesus is giving. He said, I'm not alone. The Father is with me. 
hey, I'm not alone because Jesus is with me. I thank God for my family. I thank God for my wonderful wife. I thank God for everything. But I know at the end of the day, Jesus is with me. He's the anchor of my life. When I'm driving, when I'm battling through stuff in my brain or mind, I know that Jesus is my Lord. Amen. Because he fights the battle for me. Amen. He has given me the victory. It's Jesus on the cross of Calvary. It's the victory that he's given me. That's the victory I walk with. Amen. No matter how good I look, how smart I look outside, or how bad I look outside. In the midst of that, Jesus, he is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords of my life. Amen. That my eyes will be always on Jesus, but nothing else. Nothing else but Jesus. Amen. I know that my eyes will be on him. He says, these things, Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. See, my position where I stand doesn't matter, but where Jesus is in my life. Have I totally surrendered my life to Jesus? Let him become the the cornerstone. Let him become the foundation of my life. Let him become the Lord of my life. Amen. He says, in this world, you will have, there you go. In this world, you will have tribulation. You will hear a lot about tribulation. A lot of things people go through. But he said, be of good cheer. Hey, come on. There's two soccer, two teams playing soccer, maybe, going to soccer game. And one of them says, hey, you, you already won the game. You think, gee, that sounds funny. Without playing, you won the game. But it's true in Christianity. If you are a believer, it's true. You believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. No matter what you go through, it doesn't matter the outcome of the situation. Sometimes we hang on to the outcome of the situation. We wait for years and years and we give up. It doesn't mean, it doesn't, you don't hang on to, you don't go on by the outcome of it. You go by believing in your heart. That Jesus has already overcome all these things. It's believing your faith is rewarded. Amen. There's a reward for our faith. Many have gone before us who haven't seen things come to pass, but they stayed. And Bible says in Hebrews 11, their faith has been rewarded. Amen. We cannot go by our sight. We cannot go by our feelings, even though we're human beings. Soul will always go with self-centeredness, what we can get and what we can feel good. But go by the Spirit of God, amen, that glorifies Jesus uh, and that carries you through. Even though you feel weak, you are strong, like Joel said, because it's your spirit that carries you through. Amen. Oh, good Holy Spirit. He'll carry you through. But we need to lean in Him, trust in Him. God, no matter what, what am I... No matter what I'm looking with my natural eyes, God, I know that you are bigger than this. God, where there seems to be no way, God, there is a way where there seems to be no way. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It says 2 Corinthians 4.16, Therefore we do not lose heart, Paul says, even though our outward man is perishing, yet inward man is being renewed day by day. Amen. 
You know why Paul said that? <laughs> Even though my, this guy, Apostle Paul, he was living for God. He went through persecution. His body was breaking down. But he continuously renewed by the Holy Spirit. Energized by the Holy Spirit. See, in the morning when we get up, we get, you know, sometimes we don't feel like waking up. When we go to bed, sometimes we don't feel like going to bed. Why? Because we are so heavy laden with all the heaviness of the day. Or everything, we go to bed with all the heaviness. But we need to renew ourselves. Are we renewing? Jesus, I thank you. Start thanking Jesus. Amen. For the work that he's done. Jesus, I thank you for my salvation. Jesus, I thank you for my family. Jesus, I thank you for my life. Jesus, I thank you that I can get up in the morning. That I can breathe today. Jesus, I thank you. As we thank God, the energy of God, the power of God starts flowing in our veins. Amen. Our minds start bombarding all the negatives of this world. Because I'm in the thanksgiving mode. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm not allowing the room. I'm not giving room for other things to come and squeeze me down because I'm bigger than all these things. Because my God is bigger than everything. Amen? Amen. Let's all stand up. Our anchor is in Jesus. We're here today because we thank God that Jesus shed his blood. He shed his blood on the cross of Calvary. Amen. For our sins. He washed it. Our sins. Once and all. Hallelujah. Today we thank Jesus for what he's done. Hebrews 10 verse 19 says to 20. Therefore brethren. Having boldness to enter in the holiest by the blood of Jesus. By a new and a living way. Hallelujah. Not dead way. Come on. We are here to put a mark for Jesus Christ. We've been marked each and every one to cry a hallelujah, to see Jesus glorified. Amen. We haven't finished our mission yet. Do not let devil tell you something else. Come on, lift your eyes to Jesus. We are here to live a new life. He's called us by name, not to just leave us aside, but full the purpose of God for our lives, which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. Jesus, today. Is your Lord and is your Savior. My anchor is in you.